I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's special long weekend edition of Dumb Bitch Media. I'm Sophie at Bingo Daddy. And I'm Ev at No Money, No Honey. It is one day after Canadian Thanksgiving, which is why the episode is late, because we've both been forcibly held captive Mm -hmm. and stuffed full of pumpkin pie by our various family members. Yeah. And then we thought that we had shows last night, and neither of us did. Yeah, mine was... (laughs) Okay, you forgot, and mine was canceled. Yeah, so we we hung out with our our crazy our crazy fucking families. My crazy fucking family. My dysfunctional family. <laughs> <laughs> my family Thanksgiving was kind of weird because it was like a splinter event because my my sister in law decided that she was gonna have Thanksgiving at her house even though her house is a disaster and she can't try to save her life and. Then she forgot to note that my stepdad and my stepdad's ex-wife can't be in the same room. Fair. So then my mom had to have, like, an off-Thanksgiving, all-Thanksgiving event. And she only invited her husband and her two children and her ex-husband. Yes. But they can be in the same room. (laughs) Well, they have no problem with each other. Yeah. So. Yes, but then a bunch of other people ended up coming because the first Thanksgiving sounded lame, I guess. I love that. <laughs> it's like when you're like, I'm not doing that, I'm going to do something else, and then everybody comes to your thing instead. Yeah, well, my mom's an amazing cook. Yeah, and you know, they have a beautiful house. Yeah. And everybody that was invited is pleasant to be around for the most part and can be on good behavior. and <laughs> Exactly. Everyone was on good behavior because my mom sat down my stepdad and my real dad before the dinner and apparently gave them a big don't be an asshole speech. To each other or just generally? In general. Oh, okay. Well, she I think she only gave my stepdad a speech like that because she had to give one to my dad, but she didn't want to seem like she was singling him out. That's... <laughs> Teacher vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Go off Rochelle. <laughs> I would do that. But then she didn't give one to my brother because he's a sweet angel. Yeah, he wouldn't. That's so funny. <laughs> it was only the three of them there. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and they don't have a problem with each other, right? No. It was literally it was, just like just a general like, statement. Just like my dad don't be an asshole to other people, which he ruined 10 minutes into the dinner. <laughs> by yelling in the middle of the room the joker said the n-word that's so funny though i was crying he's been doing bits lately <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like how did my dad find out about this he's literally 54 <laughs> that's so good <laughs> i've been secretly reading my tweets again my family was roasting one of my uncles who wasn't at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because he, like, does not use a laptop, but he has one. So he got one of those phone calls that's like, your laptop, like, you need to send us money so we can fix your, like, one of those scam things. Mm-hmm. Except he has no money. Mm-hmm. So they told him to give them his Netflix password. Because <laughs> they literally couldn't take anything else from him. Yeah. But it's not his Netflix account. It's my his, like, sister's Netflix account. Okay. So he phoned her and was like, what's the Netflix password? And she was like, why? And she wouldn't <laughs> give it to him. And then he was mad. And she was like, it's a scam. And he's like, no, it's not. And she was like, I'm not giving you the Netflix password. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be like if anyone ever came to rob me. Yeah. You're getting my mom's Netflix password. You're welcome. Literally. In my brother's crave. My boyfriend shuttered town. There, there you go. I have many. Have fun. I have many streaming services, and that's literally it. Mine would be yeah, like my parents' Netflix, my friends' reality TV Hey You account, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess my Spotify. Have fun with my bad playlists, <laughs> except for the ones my friends made me. <laughs> have fun listening through the entire discography of Water Flock of Flame, followed by Joni Mitchell's greatest hits. Literally. <laughs> Have fun finding out how many times I listened to Cool for the summer today. <laughs> I tried being one of those people it's that dark. listened to their music out loud while they walked down the street, and I didn't like it. I think I caught you doing that the other day. Or did you just take your headphones out to show me that you were listening to I Gwen my Stefani's solo out. album? Yeah. <laughs> I took my headphones out because I saw you pull up. I was not doing that. I've only done it once. Okay. <laughs> 
I've done it in an emergency situation if not a lot of people were around and usually podcasts. Yeah. But I just want to share dumb and awful with the world. That is praxis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we talk about stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think we're starting with some more Canadian political adjacent content. Oh, briefly, speaking of which, I just received a flyer in the mail for my local NDP candidate. Yeah. She's young, she's hot, and she's French-Canadian. Good news news for the people of Ottawa Vanier. What's her name? Stephanie Mercier. She, like, French-Canadian hot or, like, hot hot? Do you know what I mean? She's hot and she looks French-Canadian. Yeah, and she's a nurse. And her whole thing is, like... Working in Vanya as a nurse, like, Mercy is personally acquainted with issues of homelessness and addiction and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I'm like, okay, you have my vote, Stephanie. Fuck. They make it so easy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in Canadian politics news, Justin Trudeau showed up to a rally in Mississauga wearing a bulletproof vest and unaccompanied by his wife after a threat of some sort was made on mm-hmm. him and we're not entirely sure what? what the nature of the threat was yet but clearly it was fairly serious if he saw fit to wear a bulletproof vest yeah he also had um like more rcmp like protection personnel than normal mm-hmm. and yeah they haven't released what the threat is but it's interesting because apparently this is like unprecedented for canadian political figures like obviously it's pretty common other places but Mm -hmm. nobody in canada really does that i thought that canadians should be maybe grateful that this hasn't been a thing an issue up until now and Mm -hmm. that it kind of goes to show kind of the the lack of maybe like seriousness with which Canada is considered in, like, the global politic, and possibly a shift towards, like, more attention and even more increased, like, stratification between... Between political... The right and yeah. the left. Yeah, I think... Specifically, the the right is really gaining a lot of animosity very quickly in Canada. hmm I think that part of it is, like historically almost a blind faith in the political system for Mm -hmm. the majority of canadians it's like you would never need to threaten a political figure because it can't get that bad yeah and the next election you can turn things around definitely but i think that that's starting to change i think also canada is like experiencing like it always does a ripple effect of what's happening in the united states and i think there was like I mean, there's always been kind of a larger proportion of a reactionary right Mm -hmm. in the United States, but I think that's been growing since kind of about the 90s. Totally. Like, kind of around Oklahoma City and Waco. Yeah, And all that shit. Ever since then, I think it's only really been ramping up. Mm -hmm. And I think Canada's probably experiencing some latent effects like it often does where our reactionary right is growing and feeding off what's going on in the United States like I think the the right really I shouldn't even say the right because I don't group like common sense conservatives and whatnot run-of-the-mill Republicans in with these people the alt-right I should say but I think they really ramped up during Obama's presidency. Definitely. Both terms. And I think that probably Canada's just starting to see that kind of Obama-level hatred for Justin Trudeau Mm -hmm. on our nation's right. Yeah, definitely. I I for sure think it's just, like, a ripple effect from the U.S., but Mm -hmm. it's interesting because I know that, like, a lot of people have really lost faith in Justin Trudeau if they ever really had it in the first place Mm -hmm. but every conversation that I've been hearing lately between like guests at work and like on the street like I've heard a lot of people talking about the elections obviously and like Mm -hmm. multiple times I've heard people say he's never gonna be Pierre Trudeau (laughs) which is like it's four years too late for that yeah I mean definitely yeah 
And they were kidding themselves if they thought that he was ever going to be a pure Elliot Trudeau when they voted him in initially. Exactly. I think it was already very clear that he wasn't. That he wasn't. And he wasn't going to be anything close to that. Mm-mm. But he's I think... pretty and stupid like his mom. Yeah, he's beautiful and stupid. <laughs> oh, a blessing. <laughs> Love her. Um, I, yeah, I think that people's, like, faith has crashed so much further. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Then, and I mean, with Obama, like people who were really dialed into politics saw the same thing but in the u.s there is still a lot of nostalgia for the obama era Mm -hmm. of politics and i don't know if canadians really have that because you know last four years was justin trudeau eight years for that was conservative Mm -hmm. a lot of people that aren't like middle-aged the people that are really left-leaning weren't Mm -hmm. really cognizant of a lot of the like better politicians that were in office yeah and we haven't had anything Cretchen was good. I like Cretchen, but... But a lot of people are too young to even remember his prime ministership. Paul Martin was... Paul Martin was trash. Stephen Harper was obviously conservative. Yeah. I don't think anyone really has any sort of enchantment with the the Trudeau 2 prime ministership. (laughs) The Trudeau Jr. We've just had a, like, a string after string of duds. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah. I do think that it was nice of the other parties. I don't know what else I would expect, but it was nice of the other parties to condemn the threats against Justin Trudeau. But I mean, like, of course they have to do that out of their own (laughs) political interest. But also they have to recognize that if either of them gets voted into prime ministership, then they have to be thinking about that too. Of course. Honestly... Not so much Andrew Scheer. I would be extremely surprised if a conservative prime minister ever had threats called in against him. Yeah, it doesn't really align with... You, you just have to think about who fucking owns guns. Yeah. Honestly, UCP, maybe. But I don't think it would be credible threats. UC, UCP threats on Scheer? No, no, no. Like, if UCP was in office, oh, they might get threats. Yeah. But I don't think it would be, like, credible. You know what I mean? No. The problem with the left and the center is that it's full of pussies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not saying we should. The problem is that we're not not making credible threats on both sides. Do not come to my house. Honestly, (laughs) honestly, more done freaks on the left. (laughs) You're going to get someone coming to your house saying, am I speaking to Instagram user at no money, no honey? (laughs) Like what happened to Kristen Bailey when the FBI showed up and said, am I speaking to Instagram user Wise Rat? <laughs> I don't think CSIS is that hard. <laughs> but CSIS for the record, if you're looking for me. <laughs> I live at... I wonder what the threat was. I wonder what, like, prompted it. It must have been for a shooting. No, no, no. I mean, like, what finally did it? Was it the blackface? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, everyone knows the only way that you can fight back against blackface is to log on to Twitter.com and say, racism, back. <laughs> I think that it was probably two terms yeah like frustration the idea of two terms exactly i mean but then (laughs) but then who follows in trudeau's footsteps if he gets jfk'd yeah how does that work is that even there's no precedent for that no (laughs) also sophie dredoir i will go on record saying this is no jackie O. no she's not his (laughs) wife is not hot (laughs) truly I mean, Jackie O wasn't even that hot, but at least she had a fat ass. She's a fashion icon. She did have a fat ass. That's true. And she was a fashion icon, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Have you ever seen a picture of, of her leading? Of, no. Of JFK. <laughs> where he's he's knocked out in the tar, and the chit who's in the tar with him has a fat ass, and people are like, why is this guy sleeping? What the hell? Is he gay? Yeah, he gay for that one. <laughs> That's one of my favorite memes. Yeah, it's honestly, so that would be Justin Trudeau. Yeah, what he'd be asleep. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's wearing body armor head to ankle because he famously can't cover his fun socks or his nice hair. 
<laughs> Nothing protecting him from a headshot. Except that helmet. Impenetrable <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hairspray. <laughs> when Kim Campbell got in office, what was her role before? Like, how did she end up in office? Because that's the only precedent that we have for someone. She was the leader of the opposite party. No... Let me double check. Mm. I don't know n- enough about Kim Campbell because I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. To be clear, this was before both of us were born. Yeah, so there's literally no way we could know unless we really cared. <laughs> the most important thing I know about a prime minister at this point is that Brian Mulroney tried to bring back the death penalty. Okay, true. In the 80s. You know why it would have been good if Brian Mulroney brought back the death penalty because of his son Ben Mulroney (laughs) who committed egregious first degree crimes against spray tans alright he talked daily execution guillotine when (laughs) (laughs) how did she get into federal politics Mulroney retired he stepped down yeah Okay. I don't know. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe he elected someone? Like, chose someone? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. Brian Mulroney sucks. Yeah. Sorry. Oh my god, I hate Ben Mulroney so much. Me too. He makes me so angry. I just dug up a big... Deep-rooted. ...stream of hate. Ben Mulroney is doing what Justin Trudeau should have done if he wasn't such a fucking coward. Become a celebrity. He should have just leaned into being handsome and stupid and became an, a host on E-Talk Live. Absolutely. <laughs> I always think about Ben Mulroney's cameo on um, Corner Gas. What? So there's, like, an episode where they have a running gag with Ben Mulroney having, a like, a cameo. hmm And it's, like... Oh my god, this man has passed out. Is there a doctor? No, but I'm Ben Mulrooney. <laughs> and they do it like three times. And every time there's like anything in a movie where someone's like, is there a doctor? I always mm-hmm. like, no, but I'm Ben Mulrooney. <laughs> and I see a stupid face. <laughs> yeah. I think this country achieved everything it could have ever achieved when uh, Canadian Idol aired. You know, the first episode of Canadian Idol aired, we should have just canceled Canada. We should have decolonized. Can- can- yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> How much that more was harm, for Canadian Idol. <laughs> How much more harm can really be done, right? The only good thing that ever came out of Canadian Idol was Charlie Rae Jepsen pop icon. Yeah, and John Doerr was the second host on the first season. Okay, John Doerr is a very funny man, and he deserved his Canadian Idol fame. I, however, had sets with a guy who was on Canadian Idol who only had one eye. (laughs) And how was it? Bad. (laughs) And how did he do on Canadian Idol? Poorly, yeah. (laughs) He was actually kind of a good musician. Yeah, I think he, I remember him being pretty, like, mid-range on the show. He was decent. He probably got further than he should have because he only had one eye. Oh, yeah. The pity vote. Yeah. Yeah. And also he was from Cape Breton. Yeah. So they were Mm. all obviously voting for him. Exactly. I remember my mom voting for him. She does not know that we had a relationship. (laughs) She would love that. Honestly, (laughs) you should tell her. (laughs) My friends all called him the blind and deaf local. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is not nice. Yeah. yeah. Also, him and his roommates had a music studio in the basement, but they were all really broke. And okay. one time they were looking for literal change in the couch cushions, and I called it a Cape Bread and scavenger hunt. And he got so mad at me. It's funny, though. Fair. Cape Bread and scavenger hunt. Come on. It's, that's funny. You've always been a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Canadian Idol only produced two good performers, and one of them's canceled now. For good reason. Anyways, it's the wall for Justin Trudeau and then Bon Mulroney. Other way around. Okay, it's the wall for <laughs> Bon Mulroney and then Justin, and then Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. I I love to just see their toupees fucking float right off. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right. So Jeremy Renner, who I'm supposed to believe is a male celebrity of some sort. What has he ever been in? I, he looks familiar to me. Yeah. But he also, he kind of looks like the guy that plays the Archangel Castiel on Supernatural. That's <laughs> but true. It's not, he does look like that guy. Oh, sorry. But it's not him. He no. lo- kind of looks like a lot of guys. Yeah, he has that face. And if 
Anyone wants to comment on the fact that I just admitted to watching Supernatural? I did watch seasons one through seven when I was really mentally ill in like 2012. I wasn't going to question it because I figured <laughs> it was like a mental illness thing, honestly. It's a mental illness show. It is. Supernatural, New Girl. Oh. See, that's why I watch New Girl Scrubs. and The Mindy Project and Scrubs. Mindy Project, and Glee. yeah. Those oh, are mental illness Glee, shows. I've never, I've never been. You have to be a particular type of mental illness. Okay, I've one. never <laughs> been on Glee. I hate musicals. Weeds was also a mental illness show for me. If I wanted someone to sing a story to me, I would just again listen to Walter Flatter's entire discography, followed by <laughs> Joni Mitchell's greatest hits. <laughs> it hits everything. Was Jeremy Renner in The Avengers? Yes. So this yeah. is what I learned. He was in Avengers Endgame. I've never seen any of the I Marvel. Seen it. Marvel movies, besides, I think, the first Iron Man. Oh, also, that was a good movie. Also, Deadpool, if that's a Marvel movie. I think it is. Also, I think this was before they were Marvel movies and when they were still Sony movies, but I saw the three Spider-Man movies that had Tobey Maguire in them. Yeah. And the original X-Men movies. I love X-Men. But X-Men is DC, I think. Okay, I have no yeah. idea, honestly. But I love X-Men. Okay, let me see what else he's in. So... He's in the middle of essentially a heated custody battle over his six-year-old daughter with his wife, whose name is Sunny Pacheco, mm-hmm. and she's a Canadian actress. By they split up in twenty fourteen. Yeah. But they're in an extremely long, you know, drawn out, long and drawn out custody battle, and she's claimed that he violent with her and that he shot a gun at the ceiling and threatened to kill himself and left cocaine out where their daughter could reach it. And all these things. And then he's claiming that she sent naked pictures of him to their lawyer and their, like, family court counselor for the sole purpose of embarrassing him. And that she's obsessed with his sex life and the sex lives of everybody who's in his social circle. Well, one of those is way less worse than the other. They could both be true. They're probably, (laughs) honestly, they're probably both Both true. true. They don't negate the other they're two psychotic <laughs> people who neither of whom should own a small child no absolutely yes. not one of her claims was that he threatened to murder suicide because he thought that it would be better for their daughter to have no parents than to have sunny pacheto as a mother and honestly yeah i think it's orphan time <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying he should kill her but i'm saying it's probably orphan time for it's, their child it's foster care time yeah for sure well, she's a rich little Relative kid. time. She'll get adopted by someone else fucking famous. Yeah, or like, I'm sure they have relatives that aren't insane. Hopefully. Okay. Let me see his... It's orphan time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Going orphan time. <laughs> he was in The Hurt Locker, famously never watch movies about war. Yeah. He was in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Again, famously, famously never, never watched Mission Impossible. War. <laughs> he was in The Town. Okay. Didn't see it. The Boring Legacy. Didn't see it. Oh, American Hustle. Did you see that no. one? No. Avengers. More Avengers stuff. Wind River. I read the book. Did yeah. Not see the movie. I didn't know there was a movie. Yeah, he's just fucking famous from... Do people think this guy's hot? Marvel shit. Yes, but he has one of those faces. He looks like if you smacked Brad Pitt on the top of the head with a frying pan and his features just redistributed (laughs) sideways. What? Like that meme with the cat. (laughs) Yes, literally. She is beautiful. She's so beautiful. We Canada claims Sunny Pacheco even if she's fucking psychotic. Because... Because she's lots of our beautiful celebrity women are insane. She's so beautiful. Yeah, she must be like fucking Italian or something. I think she is. Isn't she an actress too? Because I recognize the name. Um, Yeah, let's let's lurk it. Sunny Pacheco, and that's a good name, honestly. She's twenty years younger than him. She's she's twenty (laughs) eight and he's forty eight. So honestly, she kind of gets more of a pass for being crazy when she was twenty three. No, okay. None of this is valid anymore. Even if she did that, he was abusive and they were going through a divorce and she was, like, our age. Like, okay, bye. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. Yeah, she was in, like, some American Pie shit and whatever. Uh, okay. So she was just, like, hot enough to get famous. Good for her. And then she probably met him at some stuff. She probably still shouldn't have that kid, though. No, Let her have a second chance. 
Yeah, fuck, she's so hot. She has really oh dread work. Look at her work. I know. Wow. He's wow. fucking... He's so ugly. He looks brutal. I mean, now that we know that he's 20 years older than her. But... Yeah. We're doing we're doing some research. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Damn. She has a good boob job, too. Yeah, I know. She kind of looks like she has the same surgeon as Tracy Musgraves. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Anyways, you're not going to win Parent of the Year anytime soon if you're leaving cocaine. cocaine on services that a toddler can reach. No. Probably keep guns out of the house. Probably don't own a gun. Yeah, no owning guns, no revenge porn. No. DBM does not endorse... Revenge porn. Uh, revenge porn. Uh, <laughs> At all. <laughs> Honestly, I just think... Or I, cocaine. <laughs> No, absolutely not. Sorry, listeners, if you like that sort of thing. Famously, this is Sober Bitch Media slash East Coast Sober Bitch Media, no hard stuff. Exactly. Slash West Coast Sober Bitch Media, weed and kombucha only. We'll let you make the, like, assignments yourself on who you think is what. You probably all know. We both smoked a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> That's a separate thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think that it's, it's like, I think people are more upset about this than they would be normally because he's in superhero movies. Yeah. Do you and know what I like, mean? It's like a Harry, it's like Harry Potter shit. It's like, oh my God, my like, my superhero movie, like. He played the good man, but in real life he's he a bad, bad man. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, okay, Robert Downey Jr. is also not an angel. Like, no. Scarlett Johansson sucks. Like, fucking yeah. get over it. Definitely. People were weirdly white knighting for Johnny Depp when the stuff yeah. about Amber Heard came out. And I know she wasn't necessarily a dead person in all of this I know either. she wasn't innocent, but I, I'm sure it was mutually abusive. Definitely. And a lot of these situations are... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And also, like we said, she was much younger and less famous than he was. It's yeah. entirely possible that he, that he completely crazy made her. Possibly. <laughs> you know? But like, you never know how you're gonna act or how crazy you're gonna fucking be once you have someone's child and they start swinging down around. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly. It's the same thing with Amber Heard, too. She was so much yeah. younger than Johnny Depp and she wasn't that famous. Mm-mm. And he's notoriously... Yeah, he's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. But... At least people didn't seem to be particularly surprised about Johnny Depp, and if they were, they're crazy. Because yeah. he's been insane in public for literally so long. Yeah, well, I mean... Even think about the Winona Ryder era. That's what I was thinking. Yes. It's the same shit. From day one, we've known we loved him because he was an eccentric bad boy. Yeah, but it's not a big leap, right? No, certainly not. Enough of this real news. Should we talk about something? Fake news. Yeah, let's talk about fake news. All right. <laughs> the fake ABC News has been caught passing off footage from a Kentucky gun range as footage from Syria. I did not know this until you told me about it today. And yes. I was like, what? Yes, I know. It's really, really, really crazy. Yeah. So it's like machine gun firing at night is what's being shown in the footage. And people claimed that it was a Syrian attack on the, a Kurdish civilians at the border. Okay. And ABC, like, knew this and they passed it off that way. It wasn't like the video footage was, like, misrepresented to them. It's hard. We don't we honestly don't know. know. Okay. So they apologized and said that it was a journalistic mistake. Right. But we can't possibly know at what chain of command this was from. Yeah. It could be something as innocent as some intern fucking phoning in their job. Yeah. Totally. Or it could be something as insidious as ABC News not having somebody on the ground in Syria, mm-hmm. but wanting to still have a big stoop and thus intentionally passing off and creating a false fake footage yeah exactly or i mean obviously like creating a specific narrative about the middle east trying to incite some sort of like war monitoring yeah in syria or whatever especially because tensions are already high after donald trump has announced that they will be pulling out exactly yeah that's very concerning 
Yeah, and the people who initially pointed out that it was fake footage were Donald Trump supporters. Yeah. Which I thought, they would was, know. I thought was interesting. Well, yeah, because they're done freaks. Yeah. Honestly. And they could they, tell. They would, rec- they would yeah. they probably have watched, you know, top 10 compilations of sickest machine gun range firing videos. They can tell videos. the noise. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing is it's like as much, I mean, in a reasonable world where we don't have like reactionaries, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you keep the media honest. Yes. You can't have a singular narrative mm-hmm. because then people can say whatever they want. I think that it's good that they're being called out because regardless of like what affiliations you're on, I'm probably naive, but they should at least be aiming for some modicum of objectiveness and truthful reporting. Yes. Right? There's things they can report about that aren't like sensationalist, like Mm -hmm. gun violence type stuff. Yeah. And the thing is too... It's laughable, but it's also horrifying. Yeah. You know, because, first of all, what percentage of people are questioning information that they get from a huge news magnet? Very little. Like ABC News. Yeah. Like, it's a long... It's not fucking, you know, like, foodforthought.net slash Wix or whatever, (laughs) you know? Like, it's supposed to be a reputable source. source. I mean... (laughs) Maybe to my detriment, when I read a news article from a website that I trust, I don't research every piece of it. No. You know, I take it at face value for the most part. Definitely. I think it's too much to expect every person who is even intentionally keeping up with the news, let alone just seeing it in some share on social media or whatever, to parse the difference between Mm -hmm. what's true and what's propaganda. Yes. And... Moreover, even if you do question it when you see it, like, there's all these studies that, regardless of whether or not you trust the source, yeah. when you see something that's being portrayed as fact, your brain still encodes it as information that you have, and then when you retrieve it later, you can still retrieve false information, it'll be stored in the facts part of your brain. Right, because it's it looks that way. Right? Exactly, which mm-hmm. is why it's weird when there are TV shows, and I like this sort of thing, but TV shows and books that are historical fiction. Yeah. So it's like a blend between actual events and, and you know, narrative. narrative. Yeah. Exactly. Your brain stores all of that in the same place if it knows that some of it are facts. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. Sure. So then when you retrieve that later and then you share that information with somebody else, you're not intentionally misleading spreading them. misinformation. Yeah. And at the time, you can even be questioning of the source. But right. unless you specifically remember being like, oh, this is a crock of shit. You're not going to present time, it that way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, in an ideal world, media sources would provide accurate and reputable information Mm -hmm. because everybody has the right to access that information you shouldn't have to like be fucking sherlock holmes every time you read the news because people don't have time for that no no it's enough that people are trying their best to stay informed we should be happy about that right exactly let alone having to read fucking four or five six sources on every fucking news article yeah exactly and also on top of that it's really honestly just silly it's like, Stupid. what's next? We're gonna incite violence by paying the clip from, like, Independence Day where they blow up the White House? Like, okay, breaking news, ABC, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? There was controversy about the Netflix movie Bird Box that had Sandra Bullock in it. Okay. Um, because, so, in the movie, it's, like, a, like a apocalypse-type thing, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a clip of a TV showing the news where there's, like, all these buildings that are on fire. Yeah. And it was actual live footage from the Lac Mégantique explosion okay. that someone had sold to Netflix oh. and had been put into their stock video. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who were there mm-hmm. for the explosion recognized the footage and they mm-hmm. were like, that's really like Fucked not up. appropriate, right? Yeah. And it also was used in something else, another Netflix show, and I don't remember what it was, but they mm-hmm. were both released at the same time. Yeah. So they actually pulled it and changed the footage yeah. on the t- on the show, not on the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like people recognized it and they were like, that's a real thing that happened like three years ago and people died (laughs) yeah well if you think about it it's like you see this in music all the time right where it's like people use 
samples and, yeah. and stuff. And then, obviously, like, studios can cut corners. Yeah. Like that by reusing the same footage. Yeah. And people do all the time. It's like one of the markers of like a lower budget film. Mm-hmm. You can notice when like fight, fight footage is being reused or like people are being superimposed over like background footage that was used earlier yeah, totally. in the film or whatever, right? So like it made sense, but at the same time, it's like it's br- it's brutal. Yeah, it's in poor taste. Yeah, when it, it's it something is in poor like taste. That. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> and let the court case finish first. <laughs> well, <laughs> please, it's still hot. <laughs> it is literally. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's dark. It's just funny. It's like black humor. Yeah, it's like laughable. <laughs> exactly that you can work for a news station and just pass off fucking anything although honestly you know what i hope it was just some fucking intern I hope they still so. made a big mess but, but it's like it's better that it's someone just phoning in their job than someone who's higher up at abc first of all supporting this and be being enough of an idiot to think that civilians wouldn't notice yeah it's like listen guys there's literally people who go onto IMDb and mm-hmm. comment on movies mm-hmm. in the like bloopers and errors page and they're like um, in this scene, the fluorescent light that was in the video was a 50 hertz one, but mm-hmm. the sound was from an 80 hertz light. So I know that you put the sound in later. Like, <laughs> people are going to know. Yes. People will know. Definitely. There's people whose job it is to know. Yeah. There's an old Brian Regan joke that he has about, I think it was also ABC or something like ESPN or something. Yeah. ESPN adding fake bird noises for ambiance over top <laughs> of their their golf sports reporting. And some guy who called in and complained about it because he recognized bird calls and thought, knew that that bird wasn't native to the place where <laughs> the tournament was being played. Like, someone's always going Gonna to know. notice. People aren't asleep. Everybody's a subject matter expert on something, something. Whether it's YouTube videos about machine gun ranges or bird calls. Yeah. And golf. And you think they're not going to find out? Yeah. They're the subject matter expert. They will find out. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think they got like that? Honestly, it's lazy work. Take it from me. I'm famously lazy. I know it when I see it. <laughs> I'm the subject matter expert on people do- stealing tweets and saying them on stage. Really? Yeah. You've seen this a lot? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Really? Not recently, but there's someone who used to do comedy here that was notorious for taking, like, old memes. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. What, like, from, like, tweets that have been in, like, BuzzFeed Top 21 A boyfriend is like pizza. <laughs> How so? <laughs> I don't even remember. It was so stupid. <laughs> a boyfriend is like pizza. You know what's an infuriating expression? What? Sets is like pizza, even when it's bad, it's pretty good. Because whoever wrote that has never had a bad pizza or bad sex. Or they have bad taste buds and bad dick. Or bad pussy. Exactly. Even worse. I imagine it was a man. Oh, yeah. I have to hope it It was was a a man. man. I don't think any woman in the world would say bad sets is still good. Yeah, no, that's true. The worst time I ever recognized something was mm-hmm. there was a guy doing an open mic a couple mm-hmm. when I first started comedy and he did verbatim a Dane Cook bit. <laughs> and I recognized it because my ex-girlfriend loved Dane Cook and okay. I hate Dane Cook. Mm-hmm. But he said it word for word. Yeah. And I never told anybody because I hate Dane Cook and I didn't want to admit that I recognized it. Do you remember when being funny at parties was just guys saying things that Dane Cook said? Yeah, or, or doing uh, Russell Peters bits. Or Anchorman quotes. Ugh. That was a whole era. <laughs> My friend, he did stand up for the first time when he was 13 at Jewish summer camp. And all he did was do a Dane Cook set at the talent show. Honestly, good for him. Yeah. He just... It's Jewish, it's Jewish tradition. <laughs> Actually, every Jewish man has his first stand-up set at his bar mitzvah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> They're very funny people. <laughs> Remember when my ex-boyfriend was doing an elaborate bit where he was framing me as a Dane Cook fan? Were yes. we friends at that point? You told me about it. Yeah, I, I dated this guy who used to always say that Dane Cook was my favorite comedian, and I would fight back against it a lot, even though I kind of think Dane Cook is, like, 
he's just the nickel back of comedians like people just hate him because he's popular i don't think yeah. he's i'm although i think nickel back is dead and dane Cook is a hack yeah but i'm just saying he's not deserving of the hate of being the most widely hated comedian there are lots of fucking famous hacks oh yeah worse and he'd be like dane Cook's your favorite comedian and then one time i like woke up and there was something under my pillow, and when I looked under both of my pillows, there were two Dane Cook DVDs. You told me about this! <laughs> one of them was Dread Luck Chuck, and the other one was Employee of the Month, and I talked to my boyfriend at the time, and he was like, see, would you say that you're such a big fan of Dane Cook that you have to sleep with him in your bed every night, otherwise you have nightmares? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it's a really, really long game bit for, like, very little return, and also I don't know where he found literal dangerous DVDs. Probably ordered them online, I guess. Oh my god. Too much. <laughs> long game. <laughs> Fuck. Real life bits. <laughs> you love life bits. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of effort for someone who claimed they hated stand-up comedy. Hmm. Curious. Speaking of whether or not people are getting what they deserve mm. in their art, should we talk about the nominees for the 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Absolutely. Okay. First of all, I just want to say I'm so glad the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame isn't literally just for rock music anymore. Yes. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no general music Hall of Fame, right? No, there isn't. So, so it's it. basically the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or like the country music hall of fame right right it, do people get mad about this sort of thing though the same way that people get mad about like rap artists playing blues fests or whatever yeah i hate people who are obsessed with semantics it's so annoying yeah it's just like uh, yeah it's stupid anyways there's some interesting nominees mm-hmm. um one that i particularly liked mm-hmm. whitney houston I think that she's deserving. She deserves it. Absolutely. She still has bangers. Her songs go hard. Yeah. So emotional. Mm-hmm. Here's my thought process. Yeah. Is there were some artists that I was like, absolutely not, but I won't argue with their popularity. They're for example, for Dave Matthews Band. Hate, but DM- everybody loves them. DMB, the actually kind of the ghost world DBM. um but (laughs) but like i can't argue with the fact that they're like extremely popular yeah even though i don't think that they've had they're not deserving they haven't had bangers like they haven't had hits no they've been around for For a a long long time time. you know depeche mode i liked but i would argue that they don't have the staying power no they're they're niche yes and nobody's still like, a Depeche Mode song isn't coming on the radio and everybody's like... Banger. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, here's what Whitney Houston and Notorious B.I.G. have in common that I think makes them both worthy nominees, okay? Okay. They're dead. Yep. They have hits. Yeah. Anyone would be happy to hear one of their songs come on the radio today in 2019. Absolutely. That's... It's, it's about staying power. Honestly, yes. And arguably, they're two of the best musicians of all time in their categories yes and i don't think anybody would argue with that unless they were just being a hater no people that don't like whitney houston are haters or they're puritans yes absolutely i think that you know what like and again it's just larger categories too yeah like rap is a huge category Mm -hmm. so it's important that biggie was like huge in rap versus like new wave okay Depeche Mode is probably the most recognized of that niche. Of that niche but it's like extremely niche, yeah. right? And it's also not really, correct me if I'm wrong, it's not really a genre people are still making music in. No, it's not Barely. like a thing really. It's a it's people niche. are doing like post punk, you know, like inspired yeah. stuff, but yeah. And maybe those people would want to see them. But, but but they don't have kind of, like, that mass appeal. And then other acts, like, fucking, like, Nine Inch Nails, Snore, Who Cares, yeah. Motorhead, Double Snore, Hate Double Motorhead. Who Cares. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like, I'm no, sorry. I, I feel nothing seeing those on that list. Yeah. It's, it's you know, I, like, it's I still did... old-ass white dudes making these lists. Yeah, and you can tell. I didn't hate Pat Benatar being on there. Oh, see, I will also admit that 
Pat Benatar, same as Depeche Mode, I would not be upset but to see not... her entered into it, but I don't think that she's as deserving or as Whitney Houston or Biddy Smalls. No, not over them. Maybe another cat year. But I specifically love Pat Benatar, so it's even pretty generous of me to say that. Yeah. You know. No, we both really like Pat Benatar. Of course. But it's like Whitney Houston and Biggie Smalls, like, okay. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Heartbreak or fucking does, but it doesn't have the recognition. Yeah. Think about it. If you paid Heartbreaker for, like, a 14-year-old... They'd be like, oh, what is this? It's dead, maybe. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, what is this? If you play... If you played fucking, like, I don't know, it pretty much any top five Whitney Houston or Biddy Smalls song... They'll know. They'll know it. Or they'll at least have heard it before, even if they can't name the artist. Exactly. Anyways, that's our... Let, okay, let's see. Fuck yeah, it. Let's, just pull let's it. Let's pull this let's, list. Let's do list bitch media. Yes. We love it. Okay. Pat Benatar, like we said... Sure, not mostly deserving. Dave Matthews Band, no. Depeche Mode, whatever. Same as Pat Benatar. Doobie Brothers, absolutely Yawn. not. Boomer ass band. Whitney Houston, yes. yes. Judas Priest, no. Craftwork, no. 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 MC5, who? <laughs> <laughs> Motorhead, no. Nine Inch Nails, no. Biddy Smalls, yes. yes. Rufus featuring Chaka Khan. Boring. No. Todd Rundgren. No. N- no. Soundgarden. Go off Zach Braff, I guess, but no. <laughs> T-Rex, no. no. Then Lizzie, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> so yes, yes, no. I'm glad um, we're on the same page with <laughs> all of those. I think predictably, yeah, that's what people may have expected out of us. But I do Nine Inch Nails. I guess was the only one that people might not have expected from us. That we would say no. Yeah, I don't think that they're bad or anything. I just don't think that you deserve to have like a place in history because you make everyone's number one song to fuck to. Yeah. For the record, I've never fucked to closer. Me neither. Because I'm a contrarian. I don't fuck to music, so. Oh, regrettably, I've fucked to some really strange music. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You get plus 50 if you nut when the breakdown hits. (laughs) (laughs) You ever heard the song Badonka Donkey? No. My friend used to only fuck to that song. It doesn't have, like, a regular rhythm. It ha- it's like it like changes like they, constantly but then here's okay here's the thing about putting on music to have sets then the other person knows you want to have sets with them and when i have sets it's like it's always gotta be a surprise yeah you know it's like bam that's that's the problem yeah, you're inside me you how that happen yeah you can't put music on it's weird <laughs> because it's too contrived yeah i'm like right I don't, unless you like now. have music on and then you're doing other stuff yeah like you're like cleaning the kitchen or you're, like, eating a meal and the music's on low or something, then it makes sense to have music because it's weird. But that's weir- incidental. Because it's weird. Exactly. That's every time I've had sets, unless it was, like, trying to cover noise yeah. situation yeah. or something. But even then it's weird because, like, you don't want to put on songs that it's, like, difficult to fuck to. Yeah, because it's distracting for it some Because it's distracting. But then it's so embarrassing to put on music that is intentionally sexy yeah it has to be like inoffensive for sex yeah but not but also not obviously like instrumental slow jams (laughs) instrumental even like no weekend like no can you imagine uh unfortunately i think i had sex to music one time and it was the weekend but it was not my choice (laughs) (laughs) like you want to put on something sexy yeah but you can't no but you can't no right you gotta put on like i don't know there's (laughs) i shouldn't admit to this what but there's like a really there's like two kind of like iconic clips of me and one of them is just me shaking my ass and there's sirens in the background because a car adopter is driving by (laughs) and the other one is more or less similar, but I think Phoebe Bridgers is playing in the background. That's hot. 
Phoebe Bridgers writes the best music but, about fucking old guys. But I think it's just in the, I think it's just on in the background. Yeah. Like I think I was just taking nudes and then yeah. that was like incidental. But it's still Again, like it's unfortunate. Funny. <laughs> That's funny. Phoebe Bridgers is so good. Yeah. Alright. I guess should we talk about the internet? The internet? Now that we now that we <laughs> all know that the only two videos of Video nudes of me are just sirens and Phoebe Bridger. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Alright, should we talk about the internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. What you Phoebe Bridger song? Start Street? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Woo! Okay. <laughs> I do have a beef. Yeah. It's comedy related. Is okay. that okay? Yes, that's fine. Cool. Okay, you know when you go to a show and it's like, it seems like it's going to be bad? Mm-hmm. So everybody just decides that they don't fucking care anymore? Yeah. And then the show shouldn't be bad, but because everybody's acting like an asshole, they ruin it? Okay. I hate that. Okay. What do you mean if, like, the there's no audience? So it's like you get there, it's like 20 minutes before the show starts, mm-hmm. there's like nobody there yet, there's like maybe two people who are really drunk. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, this show's gonna fucking suck, like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do whatever I want. Yeah. And then people show up, mm-hmm. but they're already in the mindset that they don't care, and they don't adjust their attitude. Oh. And people just go on stage and fuck around. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I only ever go on stage and fuck around if it's only comedians there. Me too. Yeah. It's like, why are you abusing the two people that came to this show? There's still an audience. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That would be know. crazy. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. Turn your your attitude hat around. Yeah. Be, take your I'm, cool hat off. Take take your cool hat off. I used to say that to like 13-year-olds at camp if they were acting too cool for school. <laughs> and they'd be like, what? And I was like, take take your cool hat off and like mime it and then they'd be like what i was like take it off and i would keep doing it until they <laughs> pretended to take a hat off and i was like thank you <laughs> that's so psycho well I'm so, I'm so glad i've never worked in a camp <laughs> i need to take my cool hat off okay i have a beef yeah yes tell me about it i am so sick of let people enjoy things this course oh my god yes I don't understand why people think that their hobbies and interests or other people's hobbies and interests are beyond critique. Who cares if you like it? And I don't understand why it would make you sad if other people don't like the same stuff as you. It's for you. Everybody has the right to A, their opinion and B, their hobbies and interests. I don't understand what enjoyment it takes from other people if I think that, for example... Adults who love going to Disneyland is stupid. Yeah. Right? I have friends who like Harry Potter. It doesn't mean I'm not allowed to clown on it. Of course you are. And you know what? Like, there's some things that you can honestly be interested in and keep private. Or you can just fly your fucking flag high and own the things that you're into and understand that people don't like them. And that's okay. I think if you can't deal with the fact that people don't like it, Mm -hmm. you're pretty immature. Well, that's what I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Absolutely. Like, if I got sad every time someone said they don't like stand-up comedy or something. Can you imagine? No. You'd be sobbing constantly. The only time I was ever upset about that was when my literal boyfriend at the time didn't like stand-up comedy. And I was like, you don't have to like it. Yeah. You just have to tolerate it. not hate it because I do it. Yeah. You don't have to come to shows. You just have to not hate Hate it. it. (laughs) That seems reasonable. Yeah. What is something that you hate Mm -hmm. that people really like that you might get let people enjoy things? Oh, it happens all the time. The most recent one, I think, was... Fuck, I can't remember what it was. I hate burlesque. Yeah. But I I think that that actually has, like, inherent problems. Mm Mm-hmm. I, there's lo- I hate Harry Potter and stuff, and I will make fun of people that like Harry Potter. Yeah. But the thing is, people who like Harry Potter are very, very strong in being nerds. Yeah. You know? So you can't phase them. No. But they will still cry about you shitting on it. And here's the thing. I read the Harry Potter books, and I like them. I just yeah. think that the fandom is fucking insane. I like the movies. Yeah. I have to talk about it. I don't care for Marvel movies, but, like, I think it's hot to shit on them. Yeah. So I won't do it. 
you know. Like, I openly admit that I think it's insane to care about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In any way, shape, or form, yeah. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, a lot of people hold that opinion, so I don't feel like I'm adding to the discourse by shitting on Marvel publicly or what have you. Yeah. I think it's just, like, as somebody who expresses a lot of opinions, people often get on me for being critical I just don't honestly think that it's harmful, and most of the time I'm just making jokes. Mm-hmm. I think your number one thing that you clown on is people who talk about traveling. And that, again, is, like, more of a... A bit. A, a, a bit, and B, like, a class thing. Yeah. I guess. I'm just annoyed that other people have more money than me. Don't get me wrong. Like, if I won the lottery tomorrow... You would travel. I'd probably travel. Well, first, you know, I'd pay off my student loans yeah. and stuff. It goes without saying. <laughs> you have a little bit left over. I hate it when people ask me what I would do if I won the lottery, and I'm like, well, I'd pay off student loans, and then I'd buy property so I don't have to be a renter anymore, and then <laughs> I'd probably go to the dentist. Like, I have <laughs> the most uniformly beautiful. boring. I know. I would be so happy with those things, but, uh, you know, I'd get my car fixed. I don't know. I'd get a nicer bike. Yeah. There. Yeah. You know, not a fancy one enough that people would steal it, but maybe one that weighed like five or ten less pounds. I want that for you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, my two things that I plan on the most <laughs> mm-hmm. are stand-up paddleboard Ooh. and pole fitness. Okay. Both of which my ex-girlfriend did. Okay. And Latin dance. Okay. All Losers. right. Yeah. But all here's the thing. I don't care about a lot of stuff that other people made fun of in terms of nerd culture. And yeah. it makes me really sad when people apologize for liking for things. their nerdy hobbies and interests. You should just do what I do, honestly. Post about the things that you like that other people hate. Yeah. And then if they disagree with you, either tell them to shut up or block them. Yeah. Whatever. You don't have to shame people into not talking about it. It's just like that is a thing you like. And people, just because you like something doesn't mean other people have to share your interests. No. It's so crazy to think that way. What enjoyment does it rip from you if other people who are not your friends or loved ones don't share interests with you? Why don't you just stop paying attention? Strangers on the internet. People get so fucking volatile. I know. About people not liking the same stuff as them. It's all that, like, stuff that I think is traditionally for children Mm. that people feel very defensive of. Well, because they are fucking infantile. Yeah. That's why they're incapable of an adult thought process. Like, not everybody is going to like the same stuff as me. Maybe the larger issue is if you didn't build an entire identity around your hobbies and interests, you wouldn't feel so fucking defensive about it. And that's at you, Theme Parker 104 and Dr. Disney. (laughs) Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys. People are literally going to actual, like, name calling and stuff on yeah. Sophia's post about Disney. It was insane. It was crazy. I was like, oh my god, this is too much for me. It's insane. Also, like, I don't think that people should have to apologize for their interests. And again, I know that this is a maybe a weird take coming from me as, like, you know, kind of a critical and, mm-hmm. like, cynical person. I think that it makes your interests cool, kind of, if you're just into them and you're just into them and people clown on you and you're like, whatever, I like it. Yeah, if you're <laughs> if you're not doing it for some sort of social capital or social identity. Yeah, exactly. If you I think it's very cool to like what you actually like and not to pretend totally. that you don't like stuff just because it's unpopular or pretend that you do like stuff because it's like perceived as intellectual or artistic or cool that's like the least cool thing that you can fucking do there's some stuff that everybody should be universally ashamed of like if you're a furry keep that in the house and off the internet definitely you know but if you just like playing fucking magic the gathering or like warhammer 40k or whatever nobody cares like i always get so sad like guys always apologize to me for their, like, nerdy interests. Like, every, every guy I've dated has had nerdy interests, and it's leading me to believe that, like, everyone. all men slash everyone just has something some nerdy interest, you know? Like, I don't fucking care that you liked 
Warhammer 40k or no. like Dungeons and Dragons or or whatever. Like that's fine. The proudest I've ever been. Uh, well, actually, okay. One time, my one of my little brothers was secretly playing Warhammer 40k, and then he got photographed at a tournament, and it was on the <laughs> front front page of a local newspaper. <laughs> And I took a picture of it and posted it on the internet. My mom called me and was like, take it down. You're bullying your younger brother. That's so funny. (laughs) Okay, so that did happen. But (laughs) one time I overheard my other little brother talking to his friend about anime. Okay. And his, his friend clearly was also watching the same anime, but he was like, he was like, shh, man, like, don't talk about that in front of other people. And Gigi was like, this was when anime was still, like, loser shit. But he was like, no, man, I fucking love Naruto. I don't care who's... (laughs) King! And I was like... He's always been himself. I was like, (laughs) aw. That's so cute. It's really cute. No, man. (laughs) I love Naruto. Yeah, that's so funny. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Anyways, let people enjoy things discourse is stupid unless it's stuff like i don't know glitter beards or they should not be allowed burlesque yeah or you know like fine you can do that but i don't want to ever see it i don't want to see it and if i do i will make fun of you yeah that's it but that's like fair right that's like polyamory keep it private in the house keep it in the house (laughs) (laughs) You have a dumb bitch of the week? I do. I have a couple. Ooh, it's time for... Dumb bitch of the week. week. All right. A couple of short ones. One guy's just been sending me Bible verses. Hot. I'm not going to go into it. That's but funny. It, is it? Yeah. Just Bible verses all day. And then this other guy sent me a message and it said, is there a point to anything or do we all just endlessly flail? Hmm. So a complete stranger. I hate the word flail. Yeah. Yeah. It's nerd also, shit. What? That's a DM slide. Yeah. But like, why? What's the? You know. He wants to have like a deep conversation with me or something. What's he looking for? It does he want sexual? Does he want nihilist of where I'm like, no, we live in a simulation. I hope the earth dies soon, (laughs) which is honestly closer to the truth. Or does he want me to be like, no, man, it's all about banding together in human connection. (laughs) Are you in the Goonies right now? (laughs) Well, I don't know what he's looking for from that. He He wants to see your tits. Oh. (laughs) You know what would give my life meaning? He wants me to put my glasses on my tits. That's what sapiens and sexuality is. I want to see you naked, but also wearing your glasses. Classic. Oh my god. Let's just fucking do tweets, Louis. Hell yeah. Let's just fucking do it. I'm so I'm just depressed thinking about that specific DM slide for some reason. It's like disturbing. It's so cynical. Alright. My tweet of the week is from Emma Hmm. at E-M-A-M-M-A underscore Mia. Okay. A personalized coffee mug that says, don't talk to me until I've had my lobotomy. <laughs> I like, I want one. That's true. Yeah. Can you talk after you've been lobotomized? Yeah. Okay. Unless they fuck it up. Oh, thank You're God. So we can to. record the podcast next week then. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I know the lobotomy's working when <laughs> your tweet today was so funny. The music in Starbucks was good today. Yeah. Yeah, it's the post lobotomy tape for real. <laughs> it was it was elevator, but in the right way. Mm. It sounded like Nora Jones or something. I like that. It was kind of horny, but also there was a saxophone. Yeah. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I like honestly, I like the music in H and M. So. No judgment. Remember when they played that Marina and the Diamonds song yeah. and I shazammed in an H&M? That was so embarrassing. That was funny. Have you time... seen me shazamming in H&M? Fucking mind your business, yeah, don't honestly. Talk to me. No. Okay. My tweet of the week is from Lily at applying for job. <laughs> 
And she said, haha, no, don't even worry about it, dude. My pussy rules. I'm just doing a bit. Me. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'm always, like, either bragging about how dry my pussy is or how, like, it's so wet it's actually disgusting. It's either, like, um, (laughs) like, (laughs) Saharan. Yeah. Or, like, Monsoonian. This pussy daddy is Saharan. Or it's like, <laughs> this pussy baby swamps are jealous. <laughs> it's muddy and it's... <laughs> yeah, I'm always bragging about how fat my pussy is, but it, it's normal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> One time someone told me my pussy must be really long. Oh yeah, the long pussy. <laughs> Want a girl with a short skirt and a long pussy. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Finally. Representation matters. It's just my torso is so long. I don't understand anatomy. But I imagine it must be... <laughs> tall guys, hit me up. Um, but... <laughs> Got a tall pussy. So skinny, though. Ugh. It's like a... <laughs> it's like the inversion of Slenderman's dead. All right. (laughs) You're disgusting. I'm sorry. All right. That's enough for one week. I guess we'll talk to you guys soon. We have a regular episode and a bonus episode coming up next week. Yeah. Sorry we're one day late, but again, we did have to hang out with our family. We had to eat a turkey because Christopher Columbus said so. Yeah. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch.